0: Good evening, good evening, and welcome to 90 Day Soiree, the only 90 Day Fiancé fan podcast that would never buy someone a gift certificate for Christmas. <laughs> How many gift certificates do you have lying in a drawer
1: somewhere, Brandon? Jeez, uh, we have some restaurant gift certificates that are like years old, like they've already demolished the restaurant. <laughs> and Like. <laughs> That's how old they are. You
2: know, it feels bad though, having one and you're just like, I don't like anything at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Like, Thanks, mom. I'll take your Starbucks <laughs> gift card. Although, actually, we don't need it now because Paula got a friggin' espresso machine and now she's a. I've been making Ooh. lattes
3: and cappuccinos nonstop. Oh, that wow. Now awesome.
0: I've got an intro for, for the next episode. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's, that's, I do feel that's very good. bougie.
0: Hey, uh, b- before we get too into it, uh, you just heard from Kristen and Paula. Kristen, you want to say hi?
2: Hi.
0: Paula, how about you say hi? Hi. And my name is Todd, and we're here to talk about 90 Day Fiance.
1: Ooh, whoop. Hey, uh, shout out to our sort of fan, Brandon, who liked our Instagram posts <laughs> that he, kinda, he technically wasn't in, but he was tagged in.
3: Oh so yeah, he was all fall That fun. has a
0: lot of qualifiers. Yeah, so it does. he's kind of sort of a maybe fan. <laughs> he probably doesn't
1: listen, but he did heart the uh the the, the, the post. So he has a good sense of humor. He's about
2: he's riding that wave. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's being mentored by uh, David. Who's David? Uh, David and Annie. Storage unit. David, who uh, likes every single Instagram post that's ever posted on Instagram. My God, which is is so wonderful, honestly.
0: Although he blocked me on Instagram, I talked to him. I
2: talked to him for a while. I was talking to him about going on his Thailand trip. He and Annie were organizing a trip to Thailand back in February, and I was like, "Hey, tell me more. How can I come on this group trip to Thailand? I would love." nothing more than to travel to Thailand with you two and the weirdo people don't be a creep I almost did it he was super nice he was like yeah Uh, talk to my assistant and uh, you know what I didn't go he's assistant
3: he's probably making up a voice he's like hi this is David's assistant yes Yes, exactly
2: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) hold on just hold please for my assistant Russell Russell Russell
3: (laughs)
2: Oh hi, this is David's assistant. It was yes. like a it was like a ten day or two week trip to Thailand with them and there's gonna be a wow. whole thing. Yeah. Could have gone.
0: So I got blocked. How? And well so this was like I think they had just shown up on the show. I think it was their first season, it was still airing, and Kristen found them on Instagram and they were pretty active and this was back in like the early days of him kind of leading the social media presence for the whole franchise. And uh, I just like said, hello. And he responded with hello. And admittedly, I was, I was kind of trolling him in the sense that I just wanted to see if he thought something would be funny. And so then I sent him a picture of a jar of jelly beans and I asked him, hi, can you help me count all the jelly beans in this jar? And, uh, and I kept going. I I was like, so here I've developed this formula for you. And it just got more and more detailed and I was making myself laugh. And then I realized I don't see his posts anymore <laughs> <laughs> at some point, probably early on in me going into excruciating detail about how to mathematically best approximate all the jelly, bar- all the jelly beans in a jar. So if you're listening, please. Well, I don't have an Instagram account anymore, so it doesn't matter. No, I guess not. I hope you, th- I hope you thought it was funny, David. All right, Paula, who's our first couple? Uh,
3: who's our first? Well, I have Rebecca and Sienna in there, even though like nothing happened.
0: I do I do just want to say one thing about this couple. That close up shot of her hitting the refresh button on her iPad over and yeah. over. Now, Brandon, you have worked in this industry. Yeah. Did the producers ask for B roll? Yeah, insert of her hitting insert shot, yeah. reload? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Wait, who are you talking uh, about? Because she was literally
0: hitting it over Ruben and
2: over. I do not believe
1: that happened live. I think that had to have been staged recreated moment. Ah. Because, like, you never know when you're going to see that approval. It's I've like, been on that refresh, one page.
3: Refresh. Oh, now yeah. he's approved. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and I'm kind of disappointed in her. Like, anybody who knows their way around immigration would have an alert set up with the third-party app that uses that API from that website. Like, the fastest way mm-hmm. is you get alerts through that app via your watch. <laughs> and, like, that's, that's instant. Sitting there hitting refresh, that's, that's, uh, that's chump work. Amateur. Yeah, miss me with Amateur those push notifications.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I want those push. Yeah, push it. Give me that push notification. She push Also,
2: it. the other telling thing is when it's like, oh my God, I'm just waking up at three o'clock in the morning out of nowhere for a phone call, but I have my makeup on. Yes. Right. <laughs> no, makeup. guess Old what? Makeup. We learn, women learn. After college, you cannot sleep with your makeup on. We do it many times in college because you're too wasted to wash your face. You don't do that. You do not do that. So, no. No. This waking up with makeup. Why does it make you pregnant? (laughs) Waking up with makeup on, there's many. It you. Many of them are guilty of it. Like, oh, God, good morning. And it's like eyeliner. (laughs) <laughs> mascara blush yeah right my god right. your face should be puffy and you should look kind of like a monster
0: well there was you know that show uh the marvelous miss mabel 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 oh
3: uh, yeah like, she would wake up <laughs> earlier Maisel. than her husband to like that's yes. right beautify herself cuz nobody looks
2: yeah, good I'm when insane. they wake up oh my god no. Paula looks great oh
0: uh Kristen you also look great. <laughs> no I don't. I'll tell you.
2: My face is like swollen from sleeping on Thanks, my side. Brandon. No way. Oh my god. Sometimes my like phone doesn't even recognize me when I tr- when I try to look at it it's like face not recognized. Like, what is happening? Come
0: come back
1: with me. Who
2: is this? Your phone's been stolen by like a Monster, bloated monster. <laughs> and then, because monster. it thinks
0: you're, somebody's breaking into it, they take a photo of you, and then you have to look at
2: it later. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh,
1: I guess the good news is Zayed is coming home. Zayed, whatever. Okay,
2: Zayed looks absolutely gorgeous. Can we just? say? That's what I said.
3: That new haircut. His Way hair. He has the ponytail.
2: best hair in the entire history of ninety day. Name a name a man on ninety day fiancé with better.
0: I'd say Azan is top. Okay. Yazan? No. Oh, well. Oh. Yazan and Azan. Awesome. Yazan and Azan. Nicole and Azan.
2: Oh, okay. I think. I okay. Actually, like the Middle
0: Eastern guys have really good haircuts. Yeah, they're we're well put together. They're very. Okay. Neutral. I
2: think that Ziad. Must be going to Yasin for his hair, right? <laughs> like, is that what's happening? Like we last time, yes, last time we saw Yasin <laughs> last season, he had been working in a salon. He was very good. He had excellent hair. Is that what's happening yeah, with Ziad? Because he looks gorgeous. That hair is perfect.
3: Yeah, that Love that it. must be what's happening. Yes, way better. That creepy ponytail. You don't think they're going to, to
1: Nicole's beauty shop? <laughs> they
2: might also. <laughs> his skin looks great. He's lost a little bit of weight. He's got like cool clothes on. He just his glasses, his like blue glasses. Yeah. Oh my god. I wanna run my fingers yeah. through his hair. <laughs> <laughs> loving it. I want him to ask me for money. Oh, <laughs> Zed, ask me for a hundred dollars, please.
3: For an Xbox. <laughs> I'll buy you an new Xbox, game for oh, his yeah. Xbox.
0: He's going to be so happy when he gets that Xbox and it's going to have Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> on. It's the only game he gets to play.
2: I'll buy you an Xbox, young man, if you let mama watch you play all day. <laughs> Just let me watch How's you How's he going to explain Xbox? away all the,
0: the dicks and, and
1: boobs in that, in that game? There
0: is no better parallel for like the 90 Day Fiance experience than... To like show up in America, and then the only thing, the only video game you get to play because you don't have a job and you're not allowed to work, is Cyberpunk. Hey,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: you know what? On a last generation Xbox.
2: Here's the thing: yeah,
0: everything's buggy. Everything's not as good works. as you thought it would be. Now
2: yeah. we can look at Zed and Rebecca and Rebecca and say, okay, he's thinking ahead at least, right? He's like, okay, I'm gonna be right. bored as hell, not being able to work, being stuck at the house as Rebecca is busy with work all day. But then we look at Mike and Natalie and Natalie just immediately is like, I, it's going to take me five seconds to unpack and then I'll walk <laughs> yeah, around for one minute and then I'll go to the bathroom for 30 seconds. And then what am I going to do? I need to go to the city. <laughs> take me to a, a, take me to New York city. <laughs> so like at least Zied and Rebecca are thinking ahead, right? They're like, okay, you need something to do. This is going to be a lot of time for you to be alone with nothing to yeah do. totally
1: that's a huge thing just making sure there's like time to fill yeah paul and i didn't travel uh didn't see our families this christmas because uh the world is ending <laughs> um like you know cases are exploding so we had a lot of time on our hands it was mostly just us and uh, aside from like outdoor neighbor stuff so we've just been playing speed card games I'm obsessed. Hours. We've been together for seven
3: years. And this is the first time Brandon has showed me this amazing game. And I love it.
1: And like when you find something to kill time with, it makes everything so much easier. Yeah. When you're just sitting there and like looking at the clock with nothing to do, I'm sure that is excruciating. Plus with the normal anxieties of being in a new place, it's terrible. And Natalie in
0: particular has like a very like needs to be focused on something like very driven and to just have nothing, you know, nothing to do, nobody to talk to, being disappointed living in this small house in the woods. She thinks it's a horror film house. (laughs) (laughs) Of course she's going to, I mean, she's going to go, she's going to go crazy.
3: I, okay, I... This keeps happening. Like, okay, you're engaged to this guy, you're moving there. Why haven't you seen photos of the place? Also,
2: <laughs> she knew, right? She keeps saying like I'm a city girl, like I Then why are yeah, you why are even you entertaining the idea yeah. of living in the middle of nowhere?
1: And she did love Seattle when uh, we we pick up uh, an episode two. They're like touring around Seattle and she's like absolutely digging it, which makes sense because Seattle's fucking awesome.
2: Okay, when Todd and I watched that, I was like, hey, this is probably the biggest mistake he could have made because you can't (laughs) you can't go from (laughs) this incredibly gorgeous modern apartment With a view of what was it, the Pike Place Market neon sign in Seattle, like the coolest area ever. You can't start with that because everything after that is gonna suck, no matter what. So she's she's like comparing everything to that, and it's just not realistic to live that way.
1: You think it's better to go the other way, start with the crappier situation and then show look how things could be like like paul for instance started in like a crappy situation and then he was like hey check out this water treatment plant
2: i think no matter what like there's no pleasing her because she hates everything she hates absolutely everything and it's just like if you really need to be in a big city Why are you even considering living in the middle of the woods? Why are you doing that?
1: I do think like I I do appreciate that she was very conscious with if she was going to talk about uh, Mike's penis, she did it favorably. (laughs) Uh, And that's a lesson to some of you others out there thinking of you, Devin. You know, uh, like she (laughs) what did she do? She's like, you know, everything's been good. And our sex life is up. And she like moved her finger up. (laughs) I can't remember. But it was like, that's how Paula, that's how I want you talking about me on national TV. Got it. Up. And I loved how complimentary she was of Uncle Cousin Bo. Because every time she said something good or positive about him, you're just like more certain that she ain't letting him back in the house.
0: No. He's so great. I love him. He's not Coming back. Yeah. How many <laughs> how many cocktails do you think you're gonna have?
2: As many like, as they'll bring me. That's the greatest answer I've is... ever heard.
0: That is the greatest answer. And you
2: know he was like they're like, Hey Uncle Bill, will you like come to this restaurant we're gonna be filming? And he's like, Can I order a drink? And he's like, Yeah, you can. the the bill is on TLC. He's like, Okay, so yeah, could I order whatever I wanted? Yeah. Okay, I'll see you there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Like that dude, like when he get, let him have a cocktail at lunch or whatever it is. Like Who cares? But why yeah, does she got to say something about it? He just got kicked it, out know? of his
2: home. He can drink yes, as many drinks as he wants.
3: And
0: now she's giving him crap about drinking a cocktail at lunch. Oh my
3: Apparently God. She has a problem with drinking overall, which is like, well, She has a
2: problem with drinking yeah. and eating.
4: Yeah. yeah. Because
2: who? Okay. Can you imagine making somebody French toast? and they are so mad about it that they start peeling a carrot. That was
3: so bizarre. She took one bite and peeled so the bizarre. carrot. That would be
2: it for me. I would be like, okay, get your bags. We're going to go to the airport.
3: Eat the fucking French toast. Just eat it. Yeah, French
2: yeah. toast and is she, so
0: good. She treats it like it's this alien thing. Yeah. Like, look, this is, a, this is like a, a Western European... Dish, you're not that far, it's <laughs> like you in Eastern yeah, Europe. It's
2: not foreign, oh my god. Yeah, no, totally. And you,
0: I'm sure that they have something analogous, right? Like, you know, there's like pierogies in Russia, and like that's really similar to
2: there's a dish in Norway, it's like you only get it on ferries, and it's like a shitty pancake that left so yes, that you put a bunch of butter on and sugar. And it's like, there's Same every thing. country has stuff like that. So give me a yeah. break. You don't have anything like French toast. Yes, you do.
3: Yeah, this guy is so excited. He's like, we're going to do this on Sunday. It's with some coffee. Let me show you. Just eat it. And then have yeah. a conversation about, like, you want more carrots, whatever.
2: And she eats it plain
0: without any syrup. <laughs> That's why it was and so terrible. It's like, do you want some syrup so it's not so dry? Yeah. Like-
2: That's so bad. Have you ever had pancakes or, like, waffles or French toast without syrup? It sucks. That's terrible. They're a vehicle for syrup. That's the point of it. Really,
1: what you want is the syrup. Yes. The the pancake just balances out so you don't get sick of it. But
2: you're really, like the syrup's the point. Go to breakfast with any child and order pancakes (laughs) or waffles and you let them have complete control over the syrup container and you will find out. That's how it's meant to be. They will dump the entire (laughs) tiny pitcher of syrup onto one single waffle, and it's because they know what's up. They're being honest. It's a vehicle for the syrup. They're being honest. (laughs) God.
1: So, um, Natalie is also not happy when she sees where she's actually living after their trip to Seattle is done, and what I do understand what she's saying. I'm sure our international listeners. Uh, might need a little education on this. And American listeners might need to know how buildings are supposed to be built. But like, she's probably used to homes, apartments being built out of concrete. Yeah. So they're a little yes. bit more insulated to the outside and to noise, to temperature. And instead, she's in what was, you know, basically just some sticks, fancy sticks. Sticks and insulation. Yeah, yeah. sticks and insulation. So I, I, I totally get the feeling, not so much about the size of the place, but just about how thin and flimsy it is, because that's what housing in the US is. That's I don't know why we build them like that, but
3: let me ask you, do you think he turned on the heater for her? I think he did.
2: I think it's just I so I lived in Philadelphia. I lived in like a the house is probably a hundred years old. And it gets very cold there, obviously. And it was it was always cold, no matter how much you have your uh, have the heater on just because it's like drafty it had old hundred year old uh, wooden windows and it's just like it's always cold. Did it have any ghosts? Probably.
1: Did it have like a central air system or were you using it? <laughs> it had like, a radiator. Radiator. The same thing yeah. that he
2: had like the stuff that comes out of the floor. The vents mm-hmm. that are on the floor. Okay. Oh. So I totally get that. Like that's just kind of how it is sometimes, like in really cold places, but I think she also is just complaining about literally everything. So I don't know. Yeah, like she was when they were at that gas station. She didn't even have a coat on, right? And it's like, well, no wonder you're cold. It's like you don't have a coat on. What are you doing?
3: Yeah, they're like opposites, but not like cute opposites attract. <laughs> they just—they just both like, look like they're why in pain are you together. They're opposites?
2: They look like they're uh, in pain.
1: It seems like they yeah. just enjoy having sex with each other. Yeah. That's okay. probably it. Yeah.
2: But like, come on. Like if, if you are really into living in the, middle of, the n- middle of nowhere, in the woods, on a farm, and the other person is really into living in a very big city... Are you ever going to be happy together? I don't think you are. Especially like you could at least pretend like you have to admire the hustle of some of these folks, right they Right. Yeah. You know, like uh, Hazel, like, let me just pretend to be bi for a little while until it comes out that I'm just a lesbian, right? Like you have to admire the hustle, she looked, like at least she... for a little while, I'll be like, oh, yes, I love the woods. The woods are beautiful. I'm not terrified (laughs) of all these animals at all. I'll just get a blanket. It'll be fine. But like three months later, once you got the the marriage locked down, then you start complaining, you know, like just (laughs) that's a little harder. Yeah.
1: You got to (laughs) finesse that in there. You know, Uh, was Mike the one at least into the camera that was like laying down the law, like we're definitely not moving? Or was that one of the other guys? Like she better get used to it because we're not moving. Somebody. Well,
3: doesn't he? Isn't that his job? Like, isn't that what he does for a living? And where is he gonna go?
2: He said he just got out of a massive amount of debt. So, like, I don't think he's in the position to like sell his farm and go move to Seattle. Seattle's
3: expensive. My God. Yeah, Seattle's
1: incredibly expensive.
3: Yeah, this this should have been a conversation they should have had. While they were fighting over the ring, or no ring, and the ring, and then a ring, and the whatever. Yeah, she, she
4: still doesn't have a ring.
2: Okay, every time she says the thing about like, oh, but I don't have a ring, it's like, are you serious? She's the one who threw it back at him, right? Yeah, she
3: threw it at yes. him. Yes. Oh, my yes. God.
2: And then you can't say stuff like that. I'm sorry, yeah. but you cannot. Yes.
1: You think she's going to run away with Uncle Cousin Bo? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think she needs to like- Get close to Seattle, turn on (laughs) Tinder, and try to, to, like, attract one of the Seahawks or something. Mm Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) All (laughs) right, (laughs) last (laughs) call, (laughs) Mike
1: (laughs) and Natalie.
2: God, please break up and stop.
0: I know, it's so painful. They hate each other.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: they do. All right, let's talk about a couple who definitely does not hate
1: each other, but is full of conflict right now. Brandon and Julia. Our little... Uh, what does Brandon remind us of? Like a little like... Elf
3: on the shelf. Alf on
1: the shelf.
3: <laughs> <we call those> <laughs> <laughs> Alfalfa. 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 <laughs> Alfalfa. Yeah. What do you call those dummies? A muppet?
1: Like a dummy, like a
3: puppet, I guess. A ventriloquist pup- ventriloquist, ventriloquist a dummy. Puppet?
0: Ventriloquist? A ventriloquist dummy. Ventriloquist-
2: he kind yeah. of yeah, also yeah, reminds yeah, me of Teddy Ruxpin in a weird way. Who's Teddy remember Ruxpin? That, remember that 90s toy? You ever have one of those talking mm-hmm. Teddy Ruxp- like Ruxpins? That. They have He's the, the best. little cassette tape player.
0: Do you even know what we're talking Wait. about? Is it the Home Alone thing where it could
1: slow down your no, speech or No, that's speed a it up? talk boy. Talk boy. All
0: right, all right. No, Teddy Ruxpin was a stuffed bear that had a tape deck in it. And there were stories that you'd buy on tape and it would move its mouth oh. when, when he, the character, was talking in the story.
1: It was a way cute. to uh,
2: substitute your parents. Yeah, <laughs> Substitute your parents.
1: Like all great toys from the 90s.
2: I don't know why. Yeah. He just kind of reminds me of that, that toy. He's just like a little a cute little doll that just won't stand up to his mother. Yep. And he won't wear a condom. <laughs> god damn it. Oh, it's so frustrating.
0: Yeah. I can yeah. the condoms on the nightstand that oh,
2: the
1: parents a bit
2: okay, much. Oh, on one hand, forceful. I was like, you know what? They're totally freaked out by what they heard by those conversations, right? Like it, I yeah. putting myself in their shoes, I would have a hard time not being like god damn it. Please. <laughs> Please just like <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah. Please do something. But ultimately, <laughs> they've got to trust their son and his fiance to do what they believe to be best. They're adults. You know, but I totally that part of it, as much as his mom is just like, oh, my God, way like zero boundaries and over the line on a lot of stuff. I can understand why you would just be like, haha, here's a bunch of condoms. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and I get it.
1: Like a, I, some of the problems when you're relying on condoms for contraception is like, where the fuck is it? And if he's hiding it from his parents, because I'm sure he has some he's much less likely like when you can't find it that's when I think people make mistakes so maybe maybe it will cause him to, to use him
2: was that their way of saying like we're making you sleep in separate or stay in separate rooms but it's okay for you all to be having sex with each other
1: oh that's a good point yeah I guess it's it seems to imply but then like, if that's know the case then why can't it? they
2: just share a room right <laughs> yeah what's the point then yeah especially because like She's in a new place
1: and like at one point Julia gets scared, right? Like she gets freaked out cuz I'm in a new country, a new place. I'm far away from the police. Like I'm sure she hasn't seen <laughs> a police officer since they left the airport. Um I mean you're going to be creeped out. Like I I totally get wanting to, you know,
3: surrounded it, by animals. It's very yes!
2: it's very contradictory. Like here's a bunch of condoms, but you all aren't married so you can't stay in the same room because why would you really? But then they're they're putting it on, the parents are putting it on Brandon and Julia, right? Like at that conversation yeah. at breakfast or I can't remember. They're having a meal and they're like, oh, but won't you two feel weird about, Doing that in your parents home and it's like, why are you putting that on them? Like they're saying that they actually don't feel weird at all and that they want to sleep in the same room. So why are you making it seem like it's their weird awkward? They're trying to normalize
1: it and you're the one that's trying to make it into a thing. Yeah, then why give them
2: condoms? Like what is this about then? And I'm sorry,
1: if she's feeding your pigs, if Julia's out there feeding your fucking pigs, she can sleep where she wants. Like, yes, you're playing the tough landlord. But guess what? Your tenants are, I guess, your employees like they're working for you for free on your farm. Far cheaper than if you were to hire help. Let them sleep where they want.
2: You, so you want them to be sneaking off to have sex, but it's not OK for them to just be like literally sleeping together at night. Like what? Ooh, which one is that's it? That's part
1: of the excitement. Paula, it's really bar weird. Me from the army from the bedroom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's super weird, right? It's, is it just a control thing? Like with the mom, like I don't want you to be, to like have that, to, to feel like you're married. Like what's, what's the difference then?
0: That's an interesting point. I wonder like to what extent is the mom doing some controlling mom thing where it's like, I don't want there to be another woman in my son's life. And this is just some weird expression of that.
1: Well, they were super controlling on the vacation in the second ep- or in the first episode. Like, we saw, like, you know, poor Brandon and Julia, and I can absolutely relate to this. They just want just, like, an afternoon of them. Sometimes when it's just nonstop schedule family stuff, you start forgetting you're on vacation.
3: Yeah. Totally. And that should have
2: been the first night, I feel like. Like, you haven't seen each other in months or whatever it is. Like, hey, you two, go catch up. Go have dinner together. We'll have breakfast tomorrow morning. You know? Like, not... Every meal is going to be with your parents. (laughs) Let us know where you are at all times. We put a tracker on your phone.
1: Yeah. And it's like you need to be able to have these conversations. Like they get so pissed off at Brandon for bringing up this issue because they thought it was a done issue.
0: You know, we're done talking about it. And it's like. Yeah, just because they said it's done doesn't mean it's done. So then, yeah, exactly. Like,
2: what's going to happen when he does get enough money to leave? What happens then? Because the exactly. mom loses all leverage on them. It's so like, what happens? Yep.
1: You're overplaying your hand. What are you going to yes. do when they're not calling you? They're not taking, not picking up the phone. They're so resentful for how like, you know, you treated them whenever they needed help. Because I mean that's what's happening here, right? Whether or not Julia realizes it, is they desperately need help.
2: Yeah, the parents
1: yeah. are helping, but they are sure making it
2: difficult. I babysat these kids when I was like in high school, and there were there were three of them, and the family was super religious. The oldest daughter was like seven, and she used to like sneak off into her room and just like hump her beanbag chair, in her room. <laughs> 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 which was so weird. That's a whole other story. And I'd like knock on her door and be like, Lydia, where did you go? And she'd be like, leave me alone. And I (laughs) opened the door one time and she was just like aggressively humping her beanbag chair. And I was like, oh, all right, girl. Um, But anyway, so they were so religious. And like the mom told me that her brother and her brother's um, fiance were coming to stay with them like the following weekend or something and she was like i have to set up two bedrooms so all three kids are going to have to share a room because you know they're not married yet and i have to have them stay in separate and i was like come on are you yeah. serious like yeah, i was 17 years old and even then i was like really and she was like silly. i just don't want to be setting that example for the kids so like unmarried man and woman could be staying in the same room but like if you're engaged even like with all that stuff right like if you're engaged You've made so many choices to like pick up and just change your life completely and leave your friends and family and your country behind and come over. Can't you just share a room? It seems (laughs) like that's really committed. You're 90 days away from being married. Like, come on.
0: So suddenly, (sighs) is it actually going to be okay once they're married for them to...
1: Yeah, what summer, happens
2: then, right? I think,
1: I think it will be. Like, that's how it was for me and Paula. Like, I couldn't sleep in the same room as her oh, until we Oh, when we went were, to Mexico. Probably, really? actually, I think, I think maybe it might have changed when we got engaged. I don't remember. I
3: don't either. I was trying to remember that. Definitely not when we were dating.
1: I specifically had to move all of my stuff out of my apartment.
3: Oh, apartment. when we lived together. Yeah. My parents didn't know that we lived together oh so every time they would come visit brandon would have to move everything to his (laughs) car Jeez. and then like knock on the door like oh i'm visiting
1: yeah how are you guys doing oh paula you've done so much with this
0: (laughs) this apartment boy it's been sold so much has changed so where would you go brandon like would you just i'd go sleep at at a friend's house or
1: no i go to work and i just fall asleep on the beanbag chair
2: Would you hop it? Know. Would you hop yeah, your beanbag chair? Of course.
1: I mean, you're not gonna like be on a bean. No, i I did not. You'd be like, just oh, just that joke.
2: episode of Veggie Tales I just watched got me
1: so horny. Hold on. I, I hold on. I have to say that is it is a 100. I can't. Remember, I can't joke about that because they just fired some dude because he was jerking off all around the office. So I never <laughs> pleasured myself sexually on a beanbag or on anything at my former place of employment that beanbag
3: was kind of gross it was, it probably was gross you guys slept on it so much we did and that would have
1: been uncoop. it would not have been cool because multiple people sleep on that beanbag Ugh. you don't jerk off on a beanbag that yeah, multiple back, people have back to sleep when, on. We,
3: when this was happening it was normal for brandon to sleep in his office so it wasn't that bad they would just like fall asleep in the office it was weird but yes it would be like my parents are visiting so we would put everything in these little drawers like the target drawers just like move to a Civic.
1: <laughs> yeah, a two-door Civic coupe. I throw all my stuff in there, like it looks like I was just evicted. Like it's just. Uh, so I get it, and then everything changed as soon as we were married, and now it's completely fine. So
3: now my brother, of course, lives with his girlfriend, and it's like everyone supports it, and it's so normal. <laughs> are
0: you the Are you the oldest?
3: Yeah, and the only girl. Well,
0: that's why. Because they just gave up over time. They're yeah. just like, every, every kid is just like, they give up a little bit, and then at the end it's just
3: like, whatever. Or is like, it whatever. because you're the daughter? I think both. Oh, before
1: we move on from Brandon and Julia, we got to talk about the farm work.
2: That yeah.
1: should be a
0: show. Just Julia doing farm work? Yes.
1: <laughs> like Or taking big city immigrants from other countries yeah, and putting here, them on I, a U.S. farm. Can I pitch farm? you
0: a show idea? Go. Can I pitch you a show idea right now? Go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Imagine you take a woman from Eastern Europe, and you, she comes to the United States and wants to marry a guy who just wants to live in the country. So they, they, she arrives in a big city, and they spend a couple of days there. And then he's like, all right, I bought a farm, and we're going to go live on the farm. And she's like, no, but I love the big city. That should be a show. You know what we're going to call that show? What? Green Acres. <laughs> yeah. Starring Julia. Feeding the pigs.
1: It works. <laughs> it's a solid premise. Yeah.
0: Julia plays Jaja Gabor. Yeah, it worked with
1: Jaja. It'll work with Julia. And like her reaction was, it seemed so authentic. It didn't seem like she was faking it. Like
0: it no, was real. She
1: was legitimately freaked out. And like to to her defense, like those pigs don't look as big or hogs as big as they are in real life uh, as they do on screen. Because like uh, I've shot in a pig farm uh, outside Austin before for like a split second shot in a video, but the things are ginormous and the tusks are terrifying and they warn you, they're like, don't move if it comes close to you because if it rubs its tusks too hard, it'll pull your skin off. (sighs) And you're just like,
2: whoa, cool. I used to have to uh, break them down when I worked in a restaurant. I have to break down a whole pig once a month. And my favorite-
1: How does that work?
2: And they bring in an entire pig and you just start cutting you away at it and then you, you know, try to take out the eyeballs and surprise somebody with the eyeballs <laughs> at, some <point>. <laughs> <laughs> at some point. Maybe somebody who, usually like a server from the front of the house, you try to put the eyeballs somewhere. Oh, It's great. God. <laughs> uh, like yeah.
0: total... Uh, uh, yeah in uh, Beetlejuice
2: Beetle juice. total Beetlejuice yeah yeah, the eyes are real scary and then there's Ugh. usually like weird bruises and that's how you can tell if the pig was treated well at the farm that was at. I thought Ugh. you
1: meant like emotionally Jeez. breaking down the pig like you felt too bad <laughs> killing it yourself so you just kind of you know hack away at its self-esteem until it you know <laughs> and then it's, you feel guilt-free eating
2: yeah, it. yeah it's tough it's so delicious
1: so it looks like she was also feeding some, uh, feeding some chickens and <laughs>
0: some goats. Was
1: there a rooster she was feeding? Because yeah. like, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked up. They let her get near that rooster. Roosters are terrible. Roosters are terrible, terrible, horrible creatures.
3: Is this that about that chicken that chased you when yes. you were a kid? <laughs> yes. When I was a kid,
1: a rooster chased oh, you got me. Chased
0: by a chicken.
1: Yeah, and they're fast. <laughs> They're surprisingly fast and they peck. I remember bleeding, like the entire back of my leg bleeding, because that motherfucker really? was just like picking at me. Yeah, all because I hit it with a stick.
3: Oh well, there you go. That's why
2: birds are disgusting. No matter what kind they are, they're gross. And
3: then,
1: like my grandfather grandma, showed me,
3: didn't your grandma kill it and you ate it for dinner? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, but we. Such
3: a. Like she
1: <laughs> snapped its neck, farm pulled story. the head off, uh, plucked it, cooked it, and we ate it. Yeah, the cause, rooster, the rooster. Yeah, because she lived on a farm. I would pick out uh, eggs.
0: Was it delicious? Because it was fresh.
1: Yeah, uh, it was delicious because it was revenge, Todd.
2: <laughs> <laughs> good thing. So I'm you see good. what happens when Remember you that mess with me. Chicken commercial from Saturday Night, yep. Night. Live. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite yep. SNL commercials of all time. Good thing I'm dead. Look it up, <laughs> Cluckin' Chicken, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. All right, last
1: call for Brandon and Julia.
2: Give me more. I need more. You think Brandon's mom are gonna
1: I need it. are gonna kiss at some point. Oh
3: <laughs> I love the passive aggressiveness. And right? they just addle the giggles. You know, it's like, oh I hate this. <laughs>
2: you know what they could really screw with the parents especially the mom though if they like that condom jar if they took out like two the first night and then they'd like left one the next night and then they just like never said anything about it because you know that the mom is coming in there to like make the bed and like tidy up a little bit and and counting she would see that and be like one left what <laughs> What? and then they could just be like oh thank you so much for leaving those oh my gosh that's been so convenient for us thank you so much mom right like yeah come on brandon let's How go weird
1: would they be if they were magnums like mom <laughs> she's like
2: i know that these fit you
0: well at least the last <laughs> time i gave you a bath i could tell that <laughs> fit you.
3: gross
2: When do you think the last time she gave him a bath? Last month. Oh, it was a month ago. Fifteen. Yeah. 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 In a trough. No, it was. was, Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh,
1: Jovi and Yara.
2: Oh hell yeah! These are the dumbest people alive. I'm living for it. (laughs) I'm just happy. These people are so dumb. I can't even begin to tell you how much I love it.
1: I'm just happy how stereotypical <laughs> Southern Louisiana his family is like every single thing that I imagined, like from my you know family in Southern Louisiana, they hit. And it was absolutely golden. And like, I totally understand the you sleep over thing. It was so weird. Like my aunt always tried to get me to sleep over at her house. And I was like, no, I want to go back home <laughs> to, or to my That's aunt. That's also
0: an upper Midwest thing. Really? But, but I think the reason for that, like it's purely because it really does come down to logistics because what they were saying in the show was like, it's this a is a drive. long drive. It's out in the swamp. Yeah. Like it just makes sense. Like yeah. if we're going to have a few drinks, like just spend the night. So there is definitely a culture like in Minnesota of if you're going to go visit somebody, chances are you're going to be snowed in, mm. like especially yeah, like night. northern Minnesota. Yeah. So you just plan on like spending the night at somebody's house because once you get there. That makes sense. You might not be able to drive. like. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. And in the bayou, you can get yeah. eaten by an alligator, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, and also like yep. not all roads
1: are paved. <laughs> you know, like it's um <laughs> there's not a lot of traffic lights, so there and there's not a lot of light, uh, a lot of turns. Uh it's not just you're going down one road for a, a big portion of it. It's just it's not great. So I guess that the yeah. logistics wise that does make a lot of sense. But like I did think Yara had a pretty good point. Like, you know, all the moms come from Joe or all the questions coming from Jovi's mom. Not all the moms uh, was all kind of like not really about getting to know Yara. It was more trying to peer into Yara's intentions and motivations. And that does that does seem kind of shitty.
3: Well, it's the first time she's meeting her. Right. So won't you want to
1: know about like who what kind of person she is her personality, what she likes, doesn't like. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It like, seems on like on our first
1: date, I wasn't like, so what's your visa situation? <laughs> you know, like, what do you,
0: what kind of income do you pull out? Yeah, what are you trying what to get comes- out of this? You coming over here with savings?
2: I think I'm more picking up on- with this on the people in Jovi's life are more. They're more concerned for her and they're more skeptical about him, right? Cuz they're just like mm-hmm. no way. Like there's no mm-hmm. way. And they're coming about it from that angle it's not so much like Yara you're you know, you're being dishonest and you're just trying to get a green card. It's more like how can Jovi possibly go from like this this Bourbon Street idiot to a married <laughs> man? you know like, like there's him? no really? way like let me figure out who is this woman who's like turned him into this like who is this is this real that's what i'm picking mm. up on i might be wrong but i just i, I get that no impression. i definitely get that's an that. interesting point
0: yeah but like in terms of people being shitty that that so jovi's mom makes a traditional cajun dish mm-hmm or was it cajun or was it creole and i know they're different and i'm, yes. I'm sorry i get them confused no, i've never i forget about which one it is. i'm laughing cuz i forgot yeah. about that so she, so she makes a, tradi- a traditional dish i would say cajun and i i
1: never hear and and i didn't live full time in louisiana but i never heard them say creole it's always cajun okay
0: cajun got it
1: okay okay first of all so, i
2: can tell you every family has their own recipe just for roux alone and like the way <laughs> and their method for cooking it and that's like the base of all this stuff so the fact that you would even like question that it's not that it's good or like say yeah. something about the taste like you are insulting mm. generations. Yes, like that is not yeah. even funny. Yeah. Like Absolutely. not even yeah. funny.
0: So she says like she kind of does a whole like oh I like it and then as soon as she gets like some alone time with Jovi is like I didn't I didn't like that meal. Like <laughs> Isn't that what not-
3: you're supposed to do though? No, just, just <laughs> you eat cannot. It and shut the you fuck can't up. do that.
0: Not about his mom. You yeah.
2: can't. Didn't tell the dish. mom? She just told Jovi. I don't think she understands. Like, you cannot. You can't say something like that. That's really bad. Yeah, yeah. No, that's but
0: true. she You're told Jovi. But like, she lie but it's to about Jovi. his mom. Like, it's a whole. It's a family.
2: Also, come this on. This is a culture
0: that's about food, and somebody right?
2: just made you dinner. Like, they're welcoming you into into their home, and your reaction is like, that wasn't very good. That's, yeah, shitty. That's, that's shitty. That's just straight up shitty. No matter if they have like a, a tradition of making that dish or or what, that's still just shitty. Like you don't need to say that. Just Yeah. It's fine. It's okay to say
0: like that wasn't <laughs> for me. Like I you know
2: What did she but say? exactly?
1: like it wasn't good. Oh yeah.
0: Ugh.
2: I
1: I don't know. I think if she would have said it in front of the mother, then I would agree with you guys, but I feel like she's like, you know, just being honest with him, you know. But that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So, Kristen, would you if if Todd's family made you like a delicacy from their homeland, like I don't know, sausage,
2: a hot dish?
0: Yeah, right? it would be a hot dish. That's right. Uh, well, it, corn casserole was, is the first thing. No, there you was didn't, a,
2: like, It wasn't your played, family, but it was dish? your sister's roommate when she was in college. They made us king casserole, and it has it had the absolute oh. longest hair I've ever like <laughs> seen in a. <laughs> they they made and a King, meal yeah. in my life, like the not length, my family. The length of the hair in the food. <laughs> it was just no, it went no, on for no. what felt like miles. No. And just like to find a hair of that length in a bite of food in your mouth was just like absolutely devastating to me. But even the clown two handed pulling it out. Clown, like it. like a sh- handker- like yeah. a magical
0: handkerchief. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But you know what? I hid it. I didn't I didn't say like oh shit, everybody. Like I found this long. Check ass out this hair. Giant pube. Let me yeah. match it up. Let me hold it up to your scalp and see who it matches. <laughs> like I didn't say any I knew who it belonged to, first of all. But you did you yeah. tell Todd? He saw me like <laughs> trying to survive. This, he saw I me did. in survival mode as I was trying to survive. This, this was not okay this
0: it's this is apples to oranges because this was my sister's roommate. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what, it, this was not a family cooking situation. so I still ate the fair rest game. of it. I ate the game rest on. of
2: it. I ate the rest of it. I don't know what I did with the hair. I think I even maybe got rid of it so that they didn't even see it on the plate when I returned the plate so that they weren't embarrassed by that. Maybe Todd That's ate very the hair nice to hide the it. evidence to make them feel better. I bad. might
1: have. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a real trooper would have just swallowed that thing.
2: I think oh, he did. No. But you know, oh, what? look, all
0: all the Neemkirk family meals are, are it's just Minnesota hot dishes. Like it's it's just like take a vegetable, uh cook it in cream for, and put cheese on it and then put tater tots on the top. I love it. And boom, you've got yourself a meal. It's like delicious. It's as fattening as possible because you've been working out in the fields all day. Right. You just need a bunch of cow: cal-
3: I'm not kidding. No, no.
1: Like, my dad grew
0: up you. on a farm. Yeah, I get it. But get uh, but now, of course, it doesn't make sense. Like now, it's not a good idea to eat like that. But uh, you know, at the time, because this is a culture too. So in the Midwest, I well, at least the Upper Midwest, there are not three meals in a day. There's like five or six. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I forget. I think there's one before breakfast, but then there's like breakfast. There's lunch. There's sort of like an afternoon thing. Then there's dinner, and then there's supper. Dinner and supper are not synonyms; they are different meals. What? Yes. Oh. Okay. What's dinner? So like you, you know, you get up at like three in the morning, and you gotta eat. Oh, you gotta eat you a big me. thing to go out into the uh, into the the uh, the field work, right? And then there's like a lunch thing that's usually like pre-packaged And there's like a sandwich or whatever because you're out in the field. You can't go back to the farmhouse. But then there's like a around like four o'clock in the afternoon, maybe five. There's usually like a we'll bring you a meal, or like you come back to the house, and there's evening chores, and then you eat the last meal of the day, and that's supper. So there's dinner Got and it. supper are separate things. I love it. You yeah, that think amazing. Americans
1: still eat like we're all on the farm, like we didn't adjust the yes. diet to adjust. We to our at lifestyle? least all
0: eat like we do physical labor all day long, <laughs> and yet the vast majority of us don't. Oh boy, is this actually like this is so okay. Because Cajun food is kind of like this, too. Like, it's just sort of take all the stuff you got, put a lot of fat in there, right? Just, like, pack in a lot of calories. Is this, Paula, like, Mexican food, I know it's very regional, but mm-hmm. is there, like, a like an agrarian, you know, like, doing manual labor, like, route to meals? Or and, and do people still eat like that? Or, like, what's going on in Mexico now?
3: Yeah, I think some people still eat like that. Anything in a tortilla, you know? They, like, pack their meals, mm. put in a tortilla, you wrap it, it's a taco, and it's to go, and that's the point of the tortilla. So, like, scoop. Yes.
0: All right. So, just, like, a one-handed...
3: Yeah. You have your beans. It's like an easier sandwich. Yeah, you have your beans, your hoagie. rice, your guisado, your meat or whatever, and then the tortilla, you kind of, like, make it into a little roll and... Burp. Helps you scoop it
0: ah, up. Okay. So yeah,
3: I mean, rice, beans, that's very heavy. I don't
0: beans. think that, 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 it, that tortillas get used that way in American Mexican food. Usually they're like, it's a wrapper, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not like, I guess it, like an equivalent might be like Indian food and curry and naan. Yes. So you use the naan to just scoop up like the curry at the bottom yeah, of the bowl. Yeah, you can use
3: right? it for both. Depends on the dish. That's
0: why I but- know not to throw away the
1: sauce bowl. When I think there's no sauce left in it, because no. Paula yeah, there's a whole meal in there. Yeah, she just gets in <laughs> there with the tortilla scoop
3: all through all the cracks. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's a skill. Like, <laughs> like
1: you could when she's done with it, you don't even have to wash it. You could just take it and just sell it, or just use it for something else.
0: So you just need chili powder, lime, and tortillas, and then if you have those three things, you can have a meal out of anything. Yes. Right. Anything in the world, you have those three things—that's a meal.
3: Yeah, acidity, spicy, and tortillas. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. I I love it,
0: but you got to get those like fatty tortillas, like those those really lardy tortillas that are like a little bit greasy.
3: I like corn. This is just all like pig fat. They're my Mm. favorite. No, it's all about the flour. But yeah, the greasy flour. Ooh, but like really good beans. Ooh, I love bean taco.
1: So, uh, in the second episode. <laughs> uh, it's time for some uh, furniture shopping because, like you know, and I totally get this. When you go into someone else's place, it's completely adorned in their furnishings, and you want a chance to make something for us. And I got to say, this sales lady that was at this furniture store she
0: needs a show. She needs. She needs to come back somehow. <laughs> she's us. She needs to be. She's to tell like all. the viewers. Yes.
1: <laughs> she's just like saying everything we're feeling
4: yeah
0: like immediately she's like oh you got to apologize yeah you can't do that (laughs) you can't talk like that. she's after sean robinson's job (laughs) oh that's a nice part of town that's the nicest part what are you talking about (laughs) and then she's
1: like calling on him afterward you think like oh is he just trying to take she's just trying to take his side and no like she's calling him out for being an asshole she's great how do we get back there we got to get back i hope we are not done (laughs) with that lady
0: uh audible show of hands how many people here have had some kind of disagreement with their significant other about a rug
2: oh we have right
0: we have absolutely yeah we have this seems to be like a uh th- this is a thing that i think all couples go through <laughs> is like so there i think there are a lot of different facets about the rug thing there's either like i want a rug we don't need a rug or let's go get a rug oh my god rugs cost how much I know. Or, or like we get a rug and it's immediately destroyed because you have pets.
1: Yeah. That's my. And
0: then you're angry that like, oh, well we just spent all this money, way too much money on a rug because rugs cost a lot of money, way more than you think. Yep. So this whole like we got to get a, a rug. He obviously, you know, it is just doesn't care about rugs in general. Who remembers the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where uh Larry David goes to IKEA or no he goes somewhere he goes somewhere with somebody who's not his girlfriend, like a friend, just a friend. And she's like, I need to go pick out a rug. Will you come with me to pick out a rug? And he's like, sure, all right, whatever. And then they have that couple's fight, even though they're not a couple. They had that couple's fight about like, <laughs> hey, do you like this rug? And he's like, Yeah, what it's fine. She's like, What do you mean it's fine? Like, do you like it? He's like, eh, it's fine. Like, I I want to know if like, do you love it? Do you like it? He's like, ah, oh, it's fine. It's a rug. I can only be so excited about a rug. Right? Yeah. I think those exact words have come out of my mouth.
2: Yes, they have.
0: 100%. They have. I can only be so, and it's true. I, I like rugs, but I can only be so excited about gonna a only going to get you to a four. So I hope, you know. I'm going to, yeah, four is as excited about a rug as I'm ever going to be. Kristen, Side I hope note, you like fours.
2: I miss. With the pandemic going on, I missed going to IKEA just to eavesdrop on the couple fights. That was one of my favorite things to do. Oh my I God, I've never
1: done that. Are there really?
2: You didn't About even have to try. so many fights. Just wander fight around, in, in every get section. your meatballs, wander around, have your little lingonberry soda, just wander around. You will overhear at least three couples' fights in IKEA, and they're all incredible. It's everything ranging from like, Shelving organization to like which kind of like shitty framed prints of like the taxi in New York or or the bamboo in China, whatever that is. Yeah. And like here we are in like North Austin. I gotta get my New York photo. It's so funny to me. I love it so much. It's great. And they get mad. And you'll see them also later. Like as you check out, you'll like see them reappear and they just both look so pissed. And it's (laughs) fantastic.
3: We definitely had our share (laughs) of couch fights for sure. Oh It's hard. It's
2: hard picking out furniture that you both like and that you're both gonna be happy with. But like I don't know. It seems it seems really weird to me. And that doesn't cost
0: a fortune.
2: It would blow up that much like when how yeah. long has she been here at this point like what is the timeline day, has she been in, two days? she's been here for two days like they maybe said t- it was two days <laughs> like at this point save that for two weeks and do it i don't know okay okay then no, maybe i'm sorry it's 10 days okay, it was 10 days then maybe uh, that's it said right. uh, 80 days to but like yeah hasn't he said to her like i don't care about the decorations in the apartment hasn't he, said, he that? said that
0: yes and you remember when she showed up and there was like a broken like a thing that he tried to assemble and failed and it was laying in pieces on the ground and then when they had this big fight and they get in the uber or whatever and they come back to the apartment and he's like oh i need a drink and then they finally start talking about it and he's like all right look i'll what do you want me to get rid of and she <laughs> points at the pile <laughs> It's
2: been okay, there the whole time. It a mess when she there arrived. I'm sorry, but it she was complaining about how it was a mess. It really was. It was kind of a yeah. disaster. So, like, that to me would say it's okay for me to, like, have more of a say in how it's decorated because it's, it's, like, not as important to the Well, he's,
1: he's being a buzzkill even before the rug issue. Like,
2: yes. the whole
1: time they're there. Oh, so I just want to get out of here as Do fast as possible. Do you think possible. he's trying to make it? seem like a oh i don't want to be furniture shopping it's lame when the reality is it's just it's it's a money
0: money thing thing. it has to be a money
1: thing
2: yeah totally and also saying like well it's my apartment like she keeps pointing that out too she's like okay next time you say that this is your apartment it is gonna be your apartment because i'm gonna be leaving good for her she's totally right about that that. that's a shitty that is so shitty like and you know who called him out on it yes who the
3: salesperson the sales lady. Lady. oh yeah absolutely Should've but think about
2: Tariq when Tariq picked up hazel from the airport right she kept saying oh, like yeah. oh i want to see your house and he he kept correcting her he was like yeah. our house our right. house this is our house i have to do that. that is with what it is
1: paula because she constantly calls it her room upstairs i'm like it's <laughs> our oh you're coming out of room. the other way
3: no no <laughs> You call it my room, and I'm the one saying it's our room. Well, it's
1: one of those two. I forget. <laughs> I hey, forget I get it. Time. I'm building my she own is.
2: room right now, so I
3: totally get it. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I want my own <laughs> room. Where are you getting the,
0: the space? It's the guest room What's What's downstairs.
3: Just taking oh. our
0: guest yeah. room. She gets an office and a room, and fuck those people. <laughs> Everything. Fuck those
2: visitors. <laughs> no guests anytime soon, so that's my that's right. room now. I love it. That's awesome. Idiots.
3: It's her lady cave. We have a guest room. I'm going to turn it into.
2: It's filled with tampons.
1: <laughs> oh, you should put your easel up there right in front of the window. It's Does it have
3: big. like a no boys allowed sign? Oh, it outside? should. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. No boys it's allowed until room. they need Watch to put up.
0: in uh, all the shelving units in the in the closet.
2: It's a vintage <laughs> My Doll <Mydol> label collection. <laughs>
3: Framed. Last call
1: on Jovi and Yara.
3: I just feel like they, she left so fast. She should have leveraged that awesome sales yes. lady and like be like, all right, Jovi, go sit over there. You don't care. So we're going to just choose everything. Bye.
0: He def like, I yes. understand uh, there is a part of me that understands where he's coming from. When they walked in, he probably, he probably spotted a couple of price tags. Yeah. See? Brandon and I, we're on the same page, probably spotted a couple of price tags and they were like, oh shit, we got to get out of (laughs) here. I don't want to be here. That's how I felt when we went to uh, Restoration Hardware.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. The cloud.
3: Remember the cloud.
1: Like remember remember Apollo 13 where they're going up (laughs) and Tom Hanks looking at that like (laughs) that a port thing. And he's like, oh, do I need to pull it in? I was like, that's <laughs> me. I was like, yanking that
2: shit. Okay, have you gone into the restoration hardware at the domain that's like it's five stories tall? It's insane, yes. We yeah. went in there by accident because we didn't really like fully understand the prices there. We were shopping for new furniture for our house and like instantly they were like, yes, you're looking for furniture. And we're like, yeah, we sure are. We got to get all this furniture for a new house. And they're like, oh, perfect. Here and we're like we're looking for a sofa and then here's we an look end at,
0: table made out of ipe and uh, oh, yeah, this, God.
2: every single one was like ten thousand dollars and we yeah. had to be like oh, oh that's really nice wonderful scooting into the next this room as quickly is as excellent. possible excellent <laughs> this is all fantastic well, here's a fifteen thousand dollar chandelier how do you even decide oh, great. how do you even pick anything in here and we just like <laughs> left as quickly as possible it's, Paula found it's a, cl-
1: a couch she loved called the the cloud. And it was a sectional, so you know you buy it in pieces. And like the only piece we could afford is like the like the ottoman that you put your feet on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So like that would be our entire living room. Okay. Check out
1: our three thousand dollar ottoman. All right, um, Tariq and Hazel. So we find out that after (laughs) all the shit Dean gave Tariq about going to the Philippines to get a Filipino girl. He does the exact yep. same thing. That's Jealous!
2: Low. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Jealous uh, but, uh, as hell. I mean, like you know, the heart wants what
1: it wants. But like, why was Tariq screaming at him through the phone? Were they like at a McDonald's somewhere Respect, public? Fool. Everyone was just like looking at Tariq. <laughs> Respect. Like, how do you not like? You know, he fell in love. What do you? What do you want from him?
3: He was really uh. shitty the entire time. He was shitty to Hazel. Man.
1: Yeah, but we still don't really know. I mean, Chris has been making jokes the whole episode about how Hazel doesn't love Tariq. So let's not put that one
2: on <laughs> Dean.
3: Tariq is so sweet. Still he's still out. He's
2: very good looking. He's, he's very so kind. He's an Obviously excellent a rapper. a wonderful father. Oh my God. <laughs> he's a great guy. But like, come on. Hazel, <laughs>
1: she looked. I'll say this: she, there was love in her eyes when she. Yes, saw when him. they when
2: they met. Yes, I was very surprised when he was like getting fitted for that suit. I think I said to Todd, "I was like, oh god, this guy's like going to all this trouble for. She's gonna want to borrow that suit. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> he, she totally appreciated it. She looked very much in love with him when she saw him. Yeah. I was impressed.
1: We don't know who was behind Tariq. Maybe like the makeup girl was standing behind Tariq.
2: (laughs) Maybe Hazel's
1: just like looking. He looked
2: fantastic, though. How could you not like that? My God, he looks gorgeous. So I don't know how
1: thruples work, but it sounds like Hazel decided for the both of them that they were breaking up with their girlfriend. Yeah. Is that like a normal thing when one person in the primary couple wants to break up? You have to break up?
2: Like, how does it work?
3: Well, yeah, I think you both go into the relationship and the understanding is like, if one of them is uncomfortable, then they're out.
2: This is the only knowledge I have. There's one person I worked with years ago who decided to open his marriage to get a girlfriend. And guess what? They divorced. And then there's somebody else who... Also opened her marriage to get a boyfriend, and guess what? They divorced, and she married that other guy. So, like, I, yeah, I don't really, I've never heard of this working out. See, I see, Paula. I know. See, girl. it's not a good idea.
1: So, <laughs> stop suggesting it.
2: It honestly seems like so much trouble. Like, even... What was that yeah. show with Bill Paxton and the... Uh, big Love. Big Love, right? Like, sharing that backyard. How many yeah, wives, three wives. Did he have three, three? wives. Not that this is polygamy, but I'm just... I'm it's in the ballpark. Here. But, like, yeah. okay, having... More than one partner, it just seems like it's way so too much. much. Really, like you want to yeah. deal with all that? Isn't one enough? Aren't you okay with that? Come yeah, on
3: I know one girl that married a couple that was already married, and they're like a married couple, and what? they have kids. Like, oh. each it's two girls and a guy, and each girl has a kid and they'll sleep in the same bed but then if like two of them want to have like one of the girls is going to have sex with the guy then they're like all right you you have to go to the other room and like they take turns okay
0: but like in that case why not just why why is it just everybody involved in that like if why is that the point at which it's like now we need privacy now it's just two people
1: well,
3: I I think they like have threesomes and then sometimes it's just like with one. Sometimes it's a,
0: sometimes I mean, it's a, a one. Threesome
1: some. all the time. Yeah. That just that sounds so tiring. But
3: honestly, it sounds kind of culty to me. Mm. Like I think it's like he's I the th- messiah and these both women are like taking turns to fuck him.
1: I you know maybe but- we should think about it
3: shut up I'm
0: just you know you're brandon you're just feeling for... a calling it's just like you feel like you're destined <laughs> to you just have a message i just
1: have so many thoughts are that you I kidding me if they on. would tell
3: me you have to leave the room because we're gonna have sex i would turn into super saiyan goku dragon ball c flames <laughs> and i would burn everything down
2: I think that there's two <laughs> different schools of thought. One is that we are wired to have many, many partners, and then it's natural for us to do that thing. The other one is that we are not, and we are wired to just have one partner, like penguins. So who's right? I don't know, but those are very different. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think right. It's,
1: I think we're wired to. To basically want to marry, like I'm, we're wired to want to be with one person and also sexually cheat. I think that's why it's so difficult is you have to like fight the urges, uh, you know, to be unfaithful because you mm. being with somebody doesn't turn off those other urges.
2: And then maybe at the core of that, I think we're wired to anytime that we are happy to destroy that because if we're happy that means that we're not surviving anymore right we're coasting so no, we always not. have to be surviving mm. i think we got stuff so we yeah.
1: yeah no i think we are built to be looking for food 18 hours a day the fact that mm-hmm. we only spend like an hour of day on food gives us way too much free time <laughs> I mean,
2: imagine compare like right now to caveman days, and it's like, oh shit, I gotta go out again and find more berries. God damn it! Yeah, like, basically, so anything, time pre-farming. But then, what if you could hop in a time machine and then you come to my house and you're like, what? You place, you go on this this rectangle and you order your food and you drive this machine and you, somebody just puts all the food in your car. Or if you're too lazy to open up your machine in your house with all the food, you just like go down the street and get one that's already made. There's like all these choices like, how are you not happy? What's your problem? Like, I have to go collect all these goddamn berries.
0: (laughs) So there's so many fucking hours every day. (laughs) This is a bit of a rabbit hole here, but I'll just throw it out there in case anybody's ever interested in, in looking into this. The, what everybody here has expressed about like, oh, like it, there used to be this time like before farming where we just spent like so much fucking time like trying to get food and like our whole day was just all about getting food. There's actually, there's a lot of academic thought that says we didn't and that before farming. Y'all, they had McDonald's <laughs> yeah, back then. They that had before a, farming, they had McDonald's there party. would be like one or two people of the tribe who'd go out and like kill a thing and it would take a couple hours and they'd bring it back to the the village and they strip it and they would eat it and like that they ate for the day and they spent the vast majority of their time just hanging out just making sure they didn't get did eaten why did
1: the population explode whenever we
0: learned how to farm so uh i forget that i'll have to look it up later brandon the, the name of the book but there is a very different interpretation of agrarian society that like the state that we're in now, where everything you can trace back all of our values about like property and like society and democracy and fiefdoms and kingdoms and all of this stuff, governance, government as an idea can all be traced back to the model of farming. The idea mm-hmm. that uh, we need to sit in one place, work on crops, it takes a year. And that, like, a handful of people will be doing things for other people, like growing stuff. And then that starts this economy of, like, selling services to each other. The guy wrote, his follow-up book was called Deus. I forget what the first one is. It's like Homo something. Um, He basically challenges the idea that farming is the right model for humanity at all. And that farming was actually created as a way for members of a tribe to control the rest of the tribe. By mm. saying, like, you need to farm now, and I'm going to enforce this through, like, violence or whatever. And then it's stuck. But, like, essentially farming was a way that was created early on for a, a minority member uh, group of the tribe to gain influence, and power, and wealth. Majority. And that they have enforced that over tens of thousands of years. But it's become, like, we think that that's the only state because it's the only thing we've ever known.
2: Yeah. I'm going to need to do some research and... Um... Get back to you on this and rejoin this conversation. I'll need to um, watch Encino Man (laughs) tonight. I'll I'll tell you. (laughs) I'll tell you how I feel.
1: It was a classic. (laughs) All right. um, uh, Tariq and Hazel, not much happens. Uh, Last call Tariq and Hazel.
2: Love that powder blue suit. Yeah, you look good. Looking good. And powdered blue bouquet. Yes. He's wonderful, and I'm nervous to know how the meeting with his child is going to go with Hazel. I hope that it's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, new couple: Andrew and Amira. Amira is from France. Uh, Okay.
2: What the fuck? (laughs) That's my (laughs) question with this. Like, what? Okay, a day. This a guy in a daycare center. I'm sorry. Like, okay. I'm creepy. a modern woman, but even I am like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like. What are you doing? it seems what are you doing in a daycare? Get out of here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what is this with a ponytail? He's got a ponytail and he works at a daycare and he's reading stories in a costume. Yeah. Come on. That is setting off all of my alerts. Like what? Name children. an alert. <laughs> all of them. The way they introduce okay. him to... all my QAnon <laughs> alerts. Does this, this guy work for the Clintons? Has anyone checked into, checked into pizza his
0: Gate. Pizza
1: Pizzagate,
2: <laughs> Pizzagate. Is, 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 is his name Andrew Clinton?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the way they introduce him, it's coming back from a commercial break. And for any of you guys who watch on the app, like we do, like Paul and I do, do it's like you watch seven one-minute commercials So you are just lost in what is a commercial and what is not a commercial. So sometimes you can't tell you're back to the show. Like the one time I thought I was watching a commercial about ice cream and it turned out that uh, What's-His-Face got a brand new, Asuelu got a new job.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So it was
1: not. So likewise, I thought we were seeing a promo for a new TLC show. Uh, And then when it turned out that he wasn't, a thousand pounds or somebody with dwarfism i was like well this can't be a tlc show and i realized There's
2: no pimple to be popped yeah
1: i thought it was like a a show about larping or something i'm like oh, that's interesting it just seems like andrew is getting desperate and if, if if you're confused on why we're laughing it's because we just probably had to delete a big section on Another TLC show. Um, So they introduced Andrew and like, I wanted to think like this is really nice and cute, but it did seem like he's getting more and more desperate and he's actively looking to date someone out of the country because he has more control. And I don't know if that's me being, uh, I don't know, a pessimist about it, but it just seems like he's like, well, these girls aren't that like are free can are leaving me.
2: Amira just reminds me, so my friend, she recently quit her job as a just flesh-eating lawyer in New York to become an actor. Ooh, She's doing a lot of online that's a bad shows. Move. And Amira reminds me of just like a character that somebody in an acting class, they're like, okay, you're a French woman. And then they would just be like, Amira, right? Yeah. Is she real or is she an actor? <laughs> A also I just have, don't think she's have real. Have you noticed
0: that when she does the uh like uh the the camera heads when when she does those things she has this like poise. And she's it's really she's weird. always kind of like look, look it's very French. Like I I don't know yeah, like you can look at her French. and know she's French. She doesn't have to say a word.
2: It's like a stereotype. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's too stereotypical. It's like you it's, yeah it's, if if you like when I was taking French class in ninth grade, and they would be like, "Okay, class project. Like, you have to have a French name now, and like, you have to pretend to be French." And it was like, "Oh yes, I love <laughs> smug and smugging." <laughs> it's a beautiful French I love accent. Going by the yeah. sin and I love baguette from much, and it's like, "What? You are a white girl." <laughs> <laughs> See, I, when I think French accent, suburb. I go to Keenan
1: Thompson on all that. Like, he just <laughs> yes. had, like, the most overt yeah. and stereotypical, <laughs> 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 He
2: didn't
1: even yes, use French. He just made like, noises. That can't be
2: real. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's just too much.
1: So you think Amira's, like, an all-bad character, basically?
2: Is she also running a daycare in, like, Indiana, <laughs> and she does, like, a character, like a... Is there, like, a... um la madeline no sorry that's <laughs> restaurant madeline madeline right. <laughs> the book sorry the La madeline the chain restaurant and madeline the book. yeah there's that there's <laughs> that, that one different. there's that one
0: book Ma- madeline goes to La madeline, madeline and she gets all the all the free <laughs> bread and jam she can eat
2: <laughs> she should i miss that too they always have oh, a yeah fireplace you remember they have inside. the fireplace oh, even God. in august it's the coziest place in nice any strip mall. Well, so. I, what I liked
1: is, and we start to hear it when Amira's talking to, who is that, her dad? Her friend? Old guy.
4: We her, lost dad. That's her dad. Her dad.
1: The pandemic is now an active part of the storyline, which yep. I love. Oh, I, I love feel it. like I love seeing other people struggle through what we're struggling through. I'm so happy we're, we finally caught up to it.
2: And I love the, like, hope of like oh but we're different like we'll be able to to like do what we want <laughs> right then there's a pan a global pandemic I love that because just like I think the four of us have been very careful right and we have not you know done stupid things selfish things this whole time we've been really careful and like have been protecting ourselves and other people through this so to see other people just be like, oh, but I'm different, and I deserve to like do this mm-hmm. thing, and then to see it backfire so is kind of
0: radically, nice. honestly, and I and to say. do like a really schemy like, okay, it's so dumb. You fly to Mexico, French lady. You drive. You you fly. You drive. Drive I to Mexico. I saw this on an internet message board.
1: Yeah. Well, but I Trust know people me.
3: were doing this. Like I've heard at the beginning of the pandemic, people were doing this. Like ride a when, I guess, Europe people weren't allowed to come here directly. I know people were flying into Mexico.
2: I mean, that sucks. I totally get it that you've, like, finally gotten to the point where you can come to the U.S. or wherever you're trying to go, but then there's a pandemic and the borders are closed and you're not able to come. Like, that sucks and there's a time limit on Yeah, the I was
3: wondering. I was telling Brandon, like, I wonder if USCIS, which is, like, the people that give you the visas and shit, are they extending these visas? They or have like to, they have right? To. Something. That's not fair. If they they're closing should. the
2: border and you can't get in, but why would they? They look they don't for have any to do opportunity
3: do anything, to fuck you over.
1: Even if it doesn't make sense, you're not going to ever talk to anybody that can make a decision. Mm. Like they when you call, the only people you talk to, the only resources they have is the internet. So they can't tell you. Like you can't call and ask about your case. It's crazy. All right, then that's yeah. shitty,
2: and then I would understand trying to bend the rules yeah. and make it work. Then well, I totally understand. Well, I my I question is: is what, is, is what he
1: was doing legal? Because if it wasn't, putting it on TV is uh, dumb.
2: It seems like it because their plan was to what? Meet in Mexico City, stay there for fourteen days. So then, technically, they would know. Yeah. that she didn't bring. Karen it sounds Virtus legal with her. Okay. Yeah, so then they go into the U.S., and like, that's fine. I, It seems fine. I don't know. Did we find
1: out in the episode who detained her? Was it the Mexicans or the Americans?
3: They didn't say. They just said in Mexico City, so I guess the Mexicans? No, it could be the was,
2: Americans. He was like at a loss. I'm trying to figure it out. I, think. I know who the what fuck What a do you nightmare call that them?
0: would be, too. Like, here Here you are, a male daycare teacher. Where is he? He's in Puerto Vallarta?
3: Yeah, he was in Puerto so away.
0: he's in like a resort town, and his French fiance is being detained in Mexico City, which is probably what like 300 miles away. Mm-hmm. So more more, more than like that. that sucks. He is totally powerless. <laughs> like he he doesn't speak any of the above languages. Like yeah, what is he going to he do? Called
1: right? He called the security, and he's like, "Hola, <laughs> me <laughs> me <llamo> Andrew. <laughs> Como te amas." <laughs>
3: Wow, I'm impressed. Tu hablas español. Yeah, habla español. No? Like, uh...
1: ¿Dónde está la biblioteca? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's only so much. Why is that our go-to? For- Why is that the phrase that, like, when you want to, when you want to, like, pull out the whole, like, I took a year of Spanish in middle school or whatever. We all know it's like this Honest. cultural, like, <laughs> thing. Yeah. Donde está la biblioteca? Like, why yeah. was that the thing that we remember?
2: It's bathroom. We need to find the bathroom. No. <laughs> We're always going to need to find the
0: bathroom. It the should be. It sense. should be. Where do you find the bathroom? But yeah,
1: no, it's a library. Sense, yeah, but the library. It's, that's funnier. But
0: like, it's only it's only Spanish where we have this shared memory of like yeah. a specific phrase, like specifically donde like la, la biblioteca. Any of your friends who took French or German or Latin or or anything did they did they have an equivalent? I
2: don't know the uh where kardashians visit uh the comida kardashians uh mexico city uh what? mui sweet dad like delicioso uh kim kardashian <laughs> that's what you really need to learn in spanish class, and he's right <laughs> oh he's yeah. Start- <laughs> yeah i thought we were
1: still just talking what was andrew saying into the phone
2: i feel <laughs> bad for him though because he's right like Thinking of what the detention centers are like in the yeah. U.S., like it's fucked. Jesus Christ! That's fucked. Go find her and like help her. And also, can you? That's terrifying. But I mean,
1: don't you? Aren't you like? Oh, thank God she's being detained in Mexico. I would hate to see w- what it would be like if she was detained in the United States. Actually,
2: seriously, yeah, that's I don't a good know point. Which one's scarier? It's yeah. it's mm-hmm.
0: a lot better to be detained in Mexico. Paula,
1: you think it's better to be detained in the U.S.
2: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know anything about <sighs> what it would be like in Mexico.
3: But like I Mexico mean, hopefully... City,
0: right? Like Mexico yeah. City is, it's one of the biggest cities in the world. It's very, yeah. it's metropolitan. Like, Yeah, very
3: but, you know, there's a lot, still a lot of... Corruption? Yes, a lot of corruption. Now, I would be scared of being in jail in Mexico. For well, sure. not jail. I prefer to be detained here. You're detained. Yes.
2: I think that's super scary because neither of them speak spanish right
0: well we don't know about her but let's assume
2: uh, that's really scary if yep, she's okay well we but don't she's know she's probably
3: yet. just being like i don't they, they said detained but i would assume maybe she's missing like some paperwork and she's just like in a room <laughs> that's probably what mm. it's gonna be yeah that happened to me and, once when i was a student and i forgot like I had to, like, you travel with 15 documents, and I forgot one of them on my way back from visiting. Well, if that's a
0: definition of Oh, my, my gosh. So, like, I've been detained in Canada, like, three times.
3: Like, but it, in a detention center?
0: No, not a detention center, but, like, yeah, brought like, in into, like, room. secondary just, like, screening his... and, like, really grilled for, like, a couple hours. Because there's some
1: Canadian airports that have, like, U.S. soil in the airport. Yes. Like, you go through U.S. customs in Canada, yes. and then... When you enter that section of the airport, you are you're in, the, in the United States. Yep. So you're flying domestic.
2: Mm-hmm. I was detained in uh, that same situation in Ireland. I think I've talked about it on this before by TSA in Ireland.
3: Oh, because of your purple bag?
2: Yes. Because their screen was broken and only displayed the color green. Jeez. And I had a purple bag. So I got detained.
1: So, um,. I got <laughs> I got detained once. I don't know, Paula, were you with me or not when it was like the three airport employees and they were we were in like the secondary room at Bush Airport in Houston, which is like a major transfer point.
3: When we were like, "Is this a sketch?" I know. Like Yeah, I was there.
1: It's like the th- it's like these three and it, I think it was during early on in the Trump administration where he was just like making all of these executive orders and like no one knew pragmatically what to do and like they were like making all of these jokes with one another and like not stepping on lines and i was just like is this some kind of very sophisticated terrorist vetting but there was like bickering they were bickering with each other in front of us yeah like like job bickering like stuff you 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 would see like in the back room you know like and i didn't know if if it was a test or they're just you know like fucking employees yes. trying to get through the day. That's
2: what it feels like. Yeah, you can't tell if it's a test or a joke or you're going to be locked away forever. Yeah, that sucks. That's She's actually, that's such a, I've ever. had
0: exactly that experience all the times I've had an issue getting into Canada. I've had the exact same experience, come to think of it, where like I can't tell if this is a joke. Yeah, And right. then the moment like, when I try to like do something kind of like, are we joking here? Like I get smacked out. They're like, this <laughs> is their, serious. Their so. reaction
2: to everything, like when I was detained in Ireland, I was like, okay, if you keep me here for another 30 minutes, I'm going to miss my flight back to the US. And then what happens? They're just like, <laughs> like, uh, no, but really, yeah. like, are you, you're going to have to pay for my flight? Like, is that coming out of my, is that taxpayer money? Like, I, what's... Do I move
1: in with you? Like,
2: what's the deal here? Or... Oh, wait, do like, I take, take your job whoa, and now you're whoa. free? Like, oh, she's the one that couldn't identify her bag. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but it's because our screen was broken. I was like, I'm standing right here. I could hear you say that. <laughs> uh,
1: what if that's the way those, the TSA works? Is like the, all the employees were passengers at some point that got detained and failed. And then you get Maybe. stuck there. <laughs> ooh. Oh, my working.
3: God. Oh,
0: that's that's very like uh, that's very like kind of Kafka. That would be great.
2: Next like season, like the bureaucracy I'm lost. that
0: that, that <laughs> keeps refilling itself through its victims,
1: yeah, through fails. Yeah, like, like I think I love this aspect of it. Like back to the, or uh, Beetlejuice is so great if if you're like really paying attention to all the details. But like all of the all of the civil workers in Beetlejuice
0: all kill themselves. Yeah, you commit suicide, you become mm-hmm. a civil servant. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It's All really right. Uh, last
1: call on Andrew Namira. And maybe <laughs> she's alive. Maybe she's dead. We'll find out soon. Anybody?
3: What? Well, we should be dead. They're going kill you in a detention center.
1: It's a tease to so get people to listen to the next episode. Uh, okay. All right. Um,. <sighs> Uh, last couple of the night and new couple Stephanie and Ryan. Wow. Ryan from Belize. I'm
2: obsessed. <laughs> I, I am know, obsessed I with Stephanie. The <laughs> only thing I wrote I
1: was hula hoop world record question mark. Good Lord. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay a hundred hours hula hooping. Come on. That's pretty cool. No.
1: I feel like your hip Here. would like get displaced like it would fall out of its socket. Like
2: How is she going to do her, like, visor eyeglasses with the light in it? Is she going to do it the whole time? I don't know. (laughs) And what is she
0: resetting her circadian rhythm for? I don't know. She said that it's it's to reset it, but, like,
2: for 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 what? It's for fucking. (laughs) There's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Okay, this is my favorite thing ever, though. Like, okay, when she confessed, like, okay, but there's something that he doesn't know about me. And I was like, oh, what is it? You're in debt. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She She fucking got you, didn't she? Oh, my God. And then her reason for, like, the thing that she hasn't been honest about is she got into a fight with him, and then she had sex with his cousin. I was like, (laughs) she is incredible. This is amazing. How does like she that not changed everything for me. System. Up until that point, I was like, "Oh, girl, he saw you have a Maserati and a skincare business. I don't know about this." And then when she said that, I was like, "She's good. She's fine. Yes, she's gonna be okay." But like, I
1: I think they're gonna have a good marriage. But she should tell him that. Like, if every time oh, Paula God. got mad at me, she fucked my cousin, I would probably <laughs> no, be. Much better who, behaved.
2: Who brought up the point that was it her or the friend that was like, well, I mean the cousin might tell him like before you tell him. Was it the tarot
1: card like, reader? Because that's who she confessed to, right?
3: I think so. <laughs> yeah, it is the tarot card reader.
2: Okay, first of all, I love so much having like two close friends who are tarot card readers. I and I know like how they do what they do. I love That, like, part of those readings, like, they can influence the meaning of the cards, like, however they want. And I love that her friend was just like, just did it. Like, she just went (laughs) for it. She took it into her her own hands to be like, whatever cards we draw, I have an agenda. I'm going to (laughs) use these cards to interpret, like, that agenda, push my agenda as much as possible. And she did it. That's how that works, right?
1: Paula, we should read each other's tarot cards. I guess, it, what, what would you say? It's like projecting your beliefs You're, onto- You
2: see what you, what you want to see, right? Like, whatever it is, like, you know, you pull a card and it's like, oh, you have, like, a very important decision to make ahead. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah I need to figure out if I need to, like, get an extra recycling yeah. bin. <laughs> <laughs> like, it could well, be I anything. Just, yeah, and I just imagine, like, she's like, <laughs> obviously,
1: this younger guy has cheated. This, I'm- Pretty safe to say that you know this card means he's cheating on you, and then she's like, "Oh no, actually, I cheated on him." You have to think the girl's like, oh, oh, "I didn't see that with
3: his cousin."
1: <laughs> <laughs> with his cousin,
2: honestly, she knows what she's doing. She is good. I don't. I don't. I'm not okay. worried about her. <laughs> the minute she revealed that, I was like, "She's fine." Wait, wait.
1: She the tarot Come card on. girl, or the main, up. or uh, Stephanie? Stephanie.
2: Stephanie. She knows what's up. She gets it. She knows the risks. She's
1: going to keep that boy in line. She knows just fine how to control him. She's not going to be like the emotional victim and try to like, you know, oh, my feelings, my feelings, my feelings. No, she's going to go fuck his cousin Yep. if he messes up again.
2: Who? She reminds me a little bit, though, of um, who is the woman on Pillow Talk who has the bra company, the lingerie company, oh, who's Southern and always has her friend
3: you the guy
0: from the Dominican...
3: It's
2: Molly, yeah, right. Who, Molly, like, yeah. Things went really mm. wrong. Yeah.
1: She reminds me of the lady that That's bought your name? old house.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? right? Molly, yeah. Okay. So Molly and like whoever, like it, kind of reminds me of that dynamic. Like here's this like very successful businesswoman who like probably knows she understands like what she's getting into, but like still things went south with the guy. So that worries me. But I still think that she gets it.
1: All right, last call for <laughs> Stephanie and Ryan.
2: I can't wait.
3: I'm very yeah. excited about yeah,
2: this. Yes. Is... I love it. This yeah, they did a, a
1: really bang up job with the the new couples. Um, Brandon and Julia obviously the stars, but you know, these seem like pretty good. She
2: is the shining example of somebody who is using the show to make money. Because mm. what better advertisement for her business than, like, yep. she looks yep. amazing. Yeah. Her skin is yep. gorgeous. And she, I, and
1: it, it also makes, she the way she acts also seems a lot younger. So I think that also kind of helps yeah. complement her business. And people might be like, you know. Definitely turned on to the idea.
2: Yes, I think that there needs to be a crossover like her and Larissa. Maybe oh Larissa goes gosh. to visit gosh. the skincare shop. Skincare might be like too basic for Larissa at this point, but like, yeah. I, I don't know. I love it. But I want to go to Stephanie's me skincare too.
1: shop. Company hey, picnic with all that
2: stuff.
3: It's all go it. good fillers. Well, let's
1: all go now because like I already <laughs> checked and they're not doing tours <laughs> at the water treatment plant here in Austin. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Send me all those syringes I'll shoot whatever in my face I don't care
0: Oh, you know what that sound is What is it? I don't know what is, What's that sound? Time
2: for your diarrhea medicine
0: Time for my diarrhea medicine Hey everybody, I gotta go take that medicine What did every, uh, What's everybody looking forward to? With uh, Two new couples Have been introduced since we last talked This season, like, I don't know about you, but 90-day OG, you know, original flavor, this is the way to go. They really know what they're doing. Yeah. It's beautiful. So, All right. What's everybody's outlook on this season so far, Paula? I
3: love it. All the toxic relationships, passive aggressiveness, the cheating, the fucking the cousins, (laughs) the crazy moms. I'm all about it.
2: Awesome. Kristen? I still have a little bit more of Dr. Pimple Popper to get through (laughs) at this point. I'm still digesting all the puns. Uh, The 12 Pops of Christmas. I have um, three more to go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's actually, that is not,
0: she brought that to the table. Because if you look at her YouTube channel from like when I guess TLC discovered her, her, all of her videos had like punny titles. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely that's her thing that's that's her her brand (laughs) brand. that is definitely a dr pimple popper like stamp of approval she's
2: disgusting i'm all about her i think she's awesome (laughs) she's an absolute freak and i like it i don't know this is a great season it's it's um i'll be honest for a little while because of the last two seasons i was thinking about giving up oh no i was really thinking about giving up it was pretty slow Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel that way. It's a great show. It's back. I just feel energized. Back. I feel I feel full of Mm. life because of this (laughs) season. So thank you, TLC. Thank you, Matt Sharp. Thanks,
0: Matt Sharp. You're giving us meaning. That's it. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.